Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Darren Chain, your announcer for the fifth Sunday in Lent. Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is Mrs. Susan Sinager playing the organ. Today's order of service is at www.trinity1874.com. Radio broadcast for today is sponsored by St. John's Lutheran Church, Stones Prairie, and dedicated to the glory of God. May God bless us as we worship together. I think I just blew out Darren's eardrums or something. Welcome to worship this morning for the fifth Sunday in Lent, March 29th of 2020. And uh, I thank all of you for joining us wherever you happen to be listening from. And we pray that our time uh, with one another wherever we happen to be, and our time uh, listening to God's Word, reading it, uh, singing hymns of praise and reflection during this Lent season, we pray that that, uh, that, that, would be, that this would be a blessed time for you this morning. And let's begin our worship with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we once again thank you that we are able to be gathered today. Lord, wherever it is that we happen to be gathering from, we pray that, uh, that you would remind us that wherever two or three are gathered in your name, there you are among them. And for your presence, Lord, this morning we thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your loving kindness this morning, Lord, we thank you. And now, Lord, we ask that as we worship you, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship. Truly, Lord, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Almighty God, in His mercy, has given His Son to die for you, and for His sake He forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We sing our opening hymn, My Song is Love Unknown. It is number 430. We'll sing the first four verses, one through four.
precious in the sight of the Lord. I love the Lord because he has heard. My voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me. The pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. For you have delivered my soul from death. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Let us pray. Almighty God, by your great goodness, mercifully look upon your people that we may be governed and preserved evermore in body and soul. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Be seated. The Old Testament reading for this morning is taken from Ezekiel chapter 37, the familiar story of the Valley of the Dry Bones. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. He was full of bones. And he led me around among them, and behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley, and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied there was a sound, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are clean cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people. And I will bring you into the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people. And I will put my spirit within you. And you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it, declares the Lord. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. O come, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Our epistle reading for this morning is taken from Romans chapter 8. 
the Apostle Paul writes this, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from a law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do, by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies." through His Spirit who dwells in you. This is the word of our Lord. And if you are able, from wherever you happen to be, please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 11th chapter. Now a certain man was ill. Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. And after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest in sleep. Then... Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go go to him. So Thomas, called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near... Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he dies, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now, Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. 
When the Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. And when Mary came to Jesus, where, now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. My hope is built on nothing less. Number 575 in your hymnal. Number 575.
all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to read to you to begin from Psalm 130. It is the psalm that is appointed for the fifth Sunday of Lent. Psalm 130, and it reads, Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness. Therefore, you are feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in his word I put my hope. My soul waits for the Lord, more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, wherever you happen to be listening from, Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my pleas for mercy. These words from the psalmist are even more graphic than depression or being down or being worried or anxious. The Hebrew here denotes deep waters to the sense of being overwhelmed because the psalmist is sinking further and further into the depths of the sea. This is what his suffering is like. Like he's falling deeper and deeper into the dangers of the water. And there is no escape. He is unable to swim himself out. He is unable to see the sun above the water. Perhaps even his lungs are beginning to burn because he cannot hold his breath any longer so as not to gulp a mouthful of the ocean water. All he knows is that he's drowning and going further and further and deeper and deeper into the depths of the sea. And so the psalmist cries out to God, Hear my voice, Lord, he says. Let your ears hear my cries to you. Mercy, Lord, save me. Save me from this peril that I am in that I have absolutely no hope of getting myself out of. In this psalm, the psalmist is speaking of sin, of his sin, of the sin that has cut him off from his God, his Creator, of of sin that is soon to kill him unless the Lord saves him. The lectionary does well for us this morning and gives us two stories that speak to the the depravity of the human condition, of how our sin has cut us off from heaven, from Eden, from being in the presence of our Creator. The first is the Old Testament lesson from Ezekiel chapter 37, the the well-known passage of the Valley of the Dry Bones. Now, I myself have never seen with my own eyes such a valley, but I have been to many funerals in my life. Two that I remember specifically are that of my grandmother and my grandfather. I remember how they looked in their caskets. I remember that their eyes were closed. They were not breathing. I held their hands and their Their hands were cold. And I remember, and this is no offense to the morticians that might be listening, but I remember that their faces did not look like my real grandmother and my real grandfather. As hard as the funeral home worked to make them look as nice as they could, their faces looked nowhere close to how they looked when I remembered them. When they were. And now their sin has put them in a foreign country where the blessings of their Creator are absent. No longer are they above the water, as it were, but instead they are beneath it, sinking and sinking. And now there is nothing left except their bones, all dried up and wasting away. 
I think that the lectionary means for us to use the words of the psalmist in Psalm 130 to describe the emotions of the Israelites that have been cut off. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are indeed cut off. The lectionary then gives us today the story of Lazarus, the story of his death. And first I want to concentrate on his two sisters, Mary and Martha, because you see their reaction to their brother's death, even though they believe in Jesus and who he is, they tell us quite a bit. Twice we are told, once by each sister, these words to Jesus. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. They believe who Jesus is, we know that, and yet there is sorrow in their soul because their beloved brother has died from an illness of which he was not able to be cured. I do not think it is a stretch at all to say that the words of the psalmist in Psalm 130 would fit the emotions that the sisters were feeling that day. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my pleas for mercy. Or put another way, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But there is one more character to consider in this story of Lazarus and his sisters, the most important character, the character of Jesus himself. We are told in verse 3 of this chapter that Jesus loved Lazarus. We are then told in verse 35 that upon learning where they have laid Lazarus' body, that the Lord cries. And why does he cry? He cries because death is even more appalling in the sight of God than it is in ours. It would not be an exaggeration at all, I don't think, to put words in the, to put words in the mouth of Jesus here. Words of the psalmist in, 100, in number 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Two stories, both of desperate despair, The first of being cut off completely from God and believing that there is no hope. The second of seeing that which our sin causes. Death. Lifelessness. Cold hands. Faces that don't look anything like they did when they were alive. Our sin had cut us off from God. Our sin causes us to die. Sin put our bones in the same valley as the ones that were dry in Ezekiel. Sin will one day make our bodies lifeless, our hands cold. The thief on the cross next to Jesus knew this. He knew that he had been cut off. He knew that he was getting what his sins deserved. The Gospels record him saying as much. And in what can only be described as a miracle from the Holy Spirit, the thief cries out to God with the shadows of the words of Psalm 130 on his lips. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. O Lord, hear my voice. And just like in the other two accounts that were read today, it is the word of God that saves his people. To the thief on the cross, the word says, Today you will be with me in paradise. To the valley of dry bones, the word says to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people, and I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. And to Lazarus, The Word of God calls out to the grave of the dead man in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! And the dead man walked out. 
And Jesus finally says, unbind him and let him go. Our sin had cut us off from God. Our sin will one day cause our frail bodies to simply give out. Our sin plunges us into the depths of despair and we cry out to God from these depths that he would hear us. And to us, the word of God speaks these words into our lives. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is steadfast love and with him is plentiful redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all of his iniquities. You see, sin had cut us off. Sin kills us. My friends, it brings me great joy to announce this good news to you this morning, that it is the good pleasure of our Lord to make life again and again. As the baptized, we are united with Christ in His death, His death which had cut Him off from God. And we are made alive again and again without end in Christ Jesus. Death and sin do not have the last word, and that is the story of Lent, as it leads to Easter. That while death and sin have plunged us into the depths, your Lord Jesus Christ plunged himself into those depths to raise you to salvation in him. And so we, with the Apostle Paul, triumphantly proclaim these words, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord says, I have breathed my spirit into you. And on a day soon to come, your Lord will say to you, Come out, come out of your grave. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith. We do so using the Apostles' Creed. If you have a hymnal with you, it is in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into heaven. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, at this time, I want to give another reminder to all who are listening that uh, you can still uh, continue to give and to give your offering and your tithe. There are now three ways that you can do that. The first way is to go online to the website, www.trinity1874.com. On the very first page, you will see a big button on the upper right corner. It says Donate. And you can click on that, and it will take you to a page in which it is very, very easy uh, to use in order to give your offering or your tithe uh, online. The second way that you can give is you can, is you can mail your tithe or your offering in to the church office. And the third way that you can give that uh, some have already begun to do is during the regular business hours of the church office, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., there is an offering basket in the, in the north breezeway. Uh, you can simply come in there, drop off your tithe, uh, and then we will be able to pick that up uh, as well. And so we continue with the offertory.
Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and gathering us together so that we can worship you and receive the gift of your holy word. As the beautiful sunrise this morning signals a new day in our lives, your refreshing word gives us the strength to live a life filled with joy and hope. Lord, we thank you that death will not be our end. We thank you that while our sin had cut us off from you, from our Creator, from our Savior, Lord, that it was the Messiah Himself, the Anointed One, Jesus Christ, whose death on the cross, whose body was broken, whose blood was spilt, that has once again made us whole, that has forgiven us of all of our sins, And Lord, that one day, that all of those who have died in the faith before us, Lord, that they will walk out of their graves and into eternal life. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for the sick, those who struggle with emotional or spiritual issues, those who are hospitalized, those who will be undergoing surgery those on the road to recovery, those who find themselves confined to their homes for whatever reason. We lift up all those on our health list for Melba and for Landreth, for Janice and Carol, Ethel, Joan, Steve and Becky, Bob Curdy, Bob Dotson, Bob Yelenek, Gary Deegan, Gary Magruder, Emma Conklin, Brenda, Wayne Towers, Rose Marie, John Alexander, John Eden, Debbie, Mary, Lisa, Catherine, Joe and Judy, Louise, Ruth, Dana, Dennis Knaust, Little Sutton Grace, Margaret Holly, Norma Kaiser, Roy Oberman, and also, Lord, a special prayer for Karen Schmedeke, uh, as she uh, is going to have surgery this morning. We pray that you would be with her, be with the doctors that will be working on her, and we pray for her smooth and swift recovery, as well as all those, Lord, that we name before you in our hearts now. Dear Lord, we also pray a special prayer for Pam Shane's family. Uh, Her mother, Norma, went to her heavenly home on March the 23rd. We also pray for the family of of Rita Tracy, who went to her heavenly home on March the 26th. Lord, we pray that you would wrap your loving arms around these families as they mourn. And Lord, bring to them the assurance that only your Holy Spirit, the great comfort, the great helper, the great comforter can give, the peace that surpasses all that our minds are able to do. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we offer up a prayer of thanksgiving for healing Janice Meyer of pneumonia. Continue to uplift her as she recovers. Bless those who are caring for her. And may her life continue to be a reflection of her confession of faith in the one true God, the one who answers prayer. Lord, in your mercy. We give you thanks, O Lord, for the many blessings you have given to your servants. We thank you for the 90 years of life that you have given to Ethel Helmkamp, for the 88 years of life that you have given to Florine Towers, and for the 83 years of life given to Barb Steinberg, and for the 80 years of life given to Lois Gaddy. Father, we give you thanks especially for bestowing on them length of days in this present life. Grant that they may always know your loving kindness, abide in the confession of your name, and put trust each day in your gracious care and protection. May this celebration of their birth be a celebration of life both now and the life yet to come. Lord, in your mercy. 
Lord God, Heavenly Father, you instituted holy matrimony, blessed and honored it with the presence of your Son at the marriage feast at Cana in Galilee, and even now continue to protect and preserve it. We thank you for the fatherly love and grace which you have given to Travis and Carrie Hessman, who are celebrating 28 years of marriage. Continue to be with them until the end of their days, even as you have guided them in the past. Be their health, strength, refuge, and life as they serve as an example to all who honor your blessing of marriage. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for all the brave men and women who serve in the armed forces, especially those who serve in the most dangerous places. We think of all first responders, police, fire, and emergency personnel. Father, we pray that you will send your angels to watch over them, to protect them against all harm. Uplift and encourage them so that they can remain strong and courageous. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we continue to come to you in this time of need as our nation and the world continues to deal with this virus, which is infecting so many. As we enter this new week, be with all of those who have been diagnosed with this virus. Be with their family as they tend to those that they love. Protect all who have not been infected and keep them safe. Guide the hands of the doctors, nurses, and all those attending the sick. Keep them safe and healthy. Calm our fears and uplift our faith. Be with those who heed the call to remain vigilant by following the guidelines given us by health officials and our government that are meant for our protection. Keep us all mindful that in the midst of the chaos that you are still in control of our lives. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for the leaders who hold positions of service nationally in our state and in our local communities. Father, these people have accepted the responsibility of leadership as part of their commitment to serve. Send your Holy Spirit to give them true wisdom to govern in a way that glorifies your name. Help them make decisions during these days that are good for the that are for the good of your people. Keep us mindful of your command that we support and speak well of them. Lord, in your mercy. And finally, Lord, we offer up a special prayer for this congregation that is yours. As you continue to bless us, keep us focused on what's most important in our lives. Help us find that help us each to find the time to be in your word, to spend time in daily prayer, to strengthen our hearts for mission, and finally, nurture the love we have for you and for one another. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Blessed be the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. We sing our closing hymn, My Song is Love Unknown, number 430, verses 5 through 7.
And I thank all of you for joining us this morning from wherever you happen to be listening from, whether it's from your kitchen table or from your couch or your car or wherever it is that you happen to be. Uh, I thank you for joining us this morning. Just a few announcements before we close for today. Uh, please continue to tune in to the radio broadcast and the live stream podcast each Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, we will be bringing a service, a divine service from the sanctuary with a very small group of people, a pastor, pianist, or organist, cantors, and a broadcaster. Uh, we've talked about the three ways that you can give, so please prayerfully consider those. And then also for the salary for the church and school staff's wages matching fund, another anonymous donor has come forward to add another $1,000 to the original $2,000 uh, for the salary and wages for the church and school staff. Thanks be to God. So we pray that if you are able, that you would prayerfully consider that as well. And uh, please watch the church and school website, uh, trinity1874.com, for daily video updates from Pastor Jake and Mrs. Menning. And if you are in need of a to-go meal, please contact Jennifer in the church office. The School cafeteria is providing the meals for those in need. And if you have not been receiving any of the updates, specifically uh, the ones that have been going up by email, please, please call us and let us know. Uh, we send out at least one each week. And so if you have not been receiving those, please let us know. Or if you know somebody who hasn't been receiving them, uh, please let us know in, in some way. We will also be making available the parish caller uh, and any other important announcements available in the North Breezeway during office hours as well. And then finally, we have Wednesday night service again, this coming Wednesday night at 7 p.m., again with, uh, with, our, with our small group of people here. Um, if you are interested, we are going to be, so a couple of things. Number one, we are going to be for Wednesday and then for, uh, for sure Monday, Thursday um, coming up, we are going to be, uh, sending out in an email form the service uh, for this coming Wednesday, which is evening prayer, and then also for, for Monday, Thursday. Um, and so please uh, be looking for that in your email. Also, if you have not yet purchased one for your family, now would be an excellent time. I just looked before uh, the service this morning. CPH, so that is cph.org, our publishing house, has the pew edition of the hymnal that we use and where evening prayer will come from on sale right now for $20. And so you can go online, order that. It would be a great thing for, your, for you and your family to have anyway. There's lots and lots of really good stuff in there. It's not just hymns. It is prayers. And as it's uh, the, where I get the, the daily prayer pod, podcast from, as well. So that is cph.org, and they are on sale right now for $20. And I believe, let me look at all my announcements. Um, oh, please also remember that on Tuesday, March 31st, is your last day to get in your Thrivent Choice dollars if you have them. Uh, please uh, prayerfully consider giving those to our church and school. Um, and so if you need help with that, please contact our Thrivent rep representative. Uh, for help on how to do that. I have heard that it is very, very simple to do. And I think that is all of the announcements that I have for this morning. I want to thank those who assisted in worship today for Bob and Susan, for uh, Susan playing, for Bob singing, for Carol and for Catherine, uh, for singing and being the congregation for us as well. And for Ken McIntyre in the back, uh, holding things down for us in the back and ringing the bell, and also for Darren Shane for bringing us the broadcast uh, as well. And so I pray that your week this week would be a very blessed one. Please continue to look for the Daily Prayer podcast twice a day, uh, morning and at the close of the day on our website and wherever you get your podcast. Uh, until I speak with you again, I pray God's blessings to you for this week.
It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of the radio station KKBL 95.9 or on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Darren Shane and we now return you to the studios of KKBL. <laughs>